Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of the Undefeated Podcast. The only podcast with two undefeated fighters. Chatting it up. Listen, we're not going off. We're not going further one more step. We will not leave. We are not, we are not moving. <laughs> we are not going anywhere until you just hit the subscribe. You, you subscribe, you like, and you share it with your family members. That's right. <laughs> bro, what's your tail of the tape? Talk Come to on, us. bro. Listen, you know my tail of the tape. You know my body, bro. Oh, no. Never fought. Never lost. If I did, someone's getting knocked out. And it's not me. What's your tail of the tape, though, bro? 2-0, fam. Come yeah, on. 50% knockout rate. That's what yeah? you did. Half the men that entered the room with me, they mm. left on their backs, bro. That's what they did. That's what they did. It's mad. Bro, it's mad. we ain't got... Because I'm feeling invigorated fam same. You see, it's been a great week you see monday you see monday night smoke yeah oh, if fam. all our audio listeners if you're audio listening you know the people that just listen on spotify and don't really get involved online yeah. i'm telling you there's a community make, that's waiting for you make on time a, for to come on youtube bro because it gets cracking over there monday at eight o'clock cracking and you're missing out because mm. there's a real community i know because there's a silent listeners you know Eight o'clock Monday. Even if you miss the show because you're busy and you're working in that, we respect you guys. You know, I know what you're. I know the grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, look yeah. on, and you can watch the show backwards. Watch the show back. That's it. And you'll see. You'll see. Anyway, we open up the lines. We speak to the fans. We oh. speak to the supporters. We get special guests. Like it's it's a there's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. Obviously, I got to shout out a few of our, our regular callers. Yeah, you know I'm saying yeah. You got to get Linear Ray shout out right now. There you go. Jeremy the surgeon. Jeremy. Oh, what do Ash. you call it? Ash. <laughs> Did it? Wait, October Red. October Red. <laughs> and then hold on, hold on, hold on. There's 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 a motto, bro. How can a we motto. forget the main man himself, bro? <laughs> he phones in at the end of every show to say, what's the topics? <laughs> I love it. And young Yoda as well. Don't forget young, young Yoda, Yoda, bro. Don't forget young Yoda and Soulstar. They're literally DJ, there's, there's a, a people, whole man. community. Great defeaters. We love you lot. We love you For lot real. to bits. And yeah, man, you lot make when we get into podding, I have so much energy off the back of what you lot do. It just 100. makes podding easy. Cause it's a long bro, it's a long time. We <laughs> we just go. We get cracking. <laughs> if you lot knew what it was like when we have our recording days. Bro, we set aside a good five hours to yeah. be like, okay, we're not undefeated bag. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But um, Trav, it's let's, love, let's do it's it, love. man. Let's do it. Um, cool. let's go back and for the let's get into the comments. Last episode was 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 fun, man. The untold story that was the Lennox Lewis deep dive. Lennox is and, an OG um, out here. Yeah, I enjoyed the documentary, man. Like, I really did. Like, I was looking at it again. I see the re- we got the retweet from Lennox as well. Ooh. So yeah, he stays he stays watching. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Lennox. Yeah, that's man. cool, you know. That's so Trust mad, me. you know. That wait, I try not to have the fanboy moments here, but Lennox is cool, listen. you know. Listen, <laughs> listen, yeah. I don't even care about the fanboy moments. I'll tell you right now, we're fans. These moments are for us. Let's go. You know I mean, there's certain man, there's certain man that's not. You you can't be excited because it's like you know you're in the game. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, there's man that's works in the us, bro. <laughs> we're fans. <laughs> What? <laughs> Every time Lennox interacts, I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey, 
You see that? <laughs> Look at that. Every single time. <laughs> Every single time, bro. Like, Trust me, fam. Bro, Lennox tweeting me and still like, that's good. Huh? <laughs> Trust me. There's certain man, like when Nigel Ben was chatting to us on the island. Like, that's Nigel Ben. Nah, what's care. so funny? I'm never lose that. What's funny is again when Nigel Ben calls you though, and he just talks Bam. to you like he knows you. Cause how do you, how did the phone wait? You... <laughs> he phoned he phoned me up yeah, and you got to understand. I tried to phone him in the early evening yeah. Yeah. So now it's it's I'm, I got like got must have just rang out, got to voicemail. So he's phoned me back, and it's late. It's like maybe half past twelve, my like late midnight. Yeah, because he's in Australia. And I'm picking up the phone, and I'm seeing Nigel Ben, and I'm like. You know when you stand up, you don't even need to stand up. But I just stood up because I felt like Nigel's on the phone. So I can't be sitting down. <laughs> so I answered the call. I was like, I was like, hello. He's like, hello. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, hello. He goes, hello. <laughs> I was like, that's Nigel Ben. <laughs> Brother, I got gassed. <laughs> he just burst out laughing. And I was like, you know, when you, you know when you're walking around and you're on the phone. <laughs> And your wife, hey, listen, your missus is bare upset because why are you showing this level of enthusiasm, bruv? You know That's when hilarious. you look like you're enjoying too much and you're walking through bare rooms in the house? <laughs> you're like, yes, all that. You got to let, bruv, I phoned my dad straight afterwards. I said, dad, I just spoke to Nigel Ben. <laughs> oh, mate. <sighs> And that you know, when you say that story, yeah, it just makes me like so upset that I missed the Mike Tyson phone call, bro. Mike one Tyson of my biggest phoned it's you, it's, bro. It's, one of my, it's, it's up there. I've got regrets in life. He yeah. resorted to sending you a video. Yeah. That's how <laughs> I shit, man. And you know what the menace thing is? That's one thing I've said about you since the beginning of time I've known you. You don't answer your phone. I don't. You don't answer your phone. <laughs> now you've got a full of reason <laughs> to answer your phone from now on. Oh, no, I'm consistent. I'm <laughs> getting be better. I'm getting better, <laughs> but then it's... No, you are, you are, you are. I'm you getting are. better, but I'm disgusting. <laughs> At the same time, and missing that call to... um Missing that call from Mike Tyson, yeah. It hurt. And when I try to tell my wife, she gets angry. Like, this will be... This is like gaslighting because I'm saying, wait... So of all the calls you missed in your life, yeah, for me, now you realise it's a problem because you missed Mike Tyson. Because <laughs> you missed Tyson's call. I'm like, base. what don't you understand? What don't you understand? <laughs> this man is the baddest man on the planet. You, I, I can speak to you anytime. <laughs> like, I know he was in labour, but still, babes, like, at the same uh, time. <laughs> that is funny. But anyway, bro, um, let's try and, we're go- we can only do like two, two or three comments. So, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, we've got one from Major K Dot. Yeah. He said, uh, another great pod as usual. I'm thinking AJ Fury is, is such a 50 50 because I have no clue how it's going to go. I watched the Wilder fight yesterday, and I don't think Wilder had any game plan to counter Fury's more aggressive style and his extra weight. Mm. However, AJ's level of power, improved movement, and boxing IQ makes things a lot tr- more tricky to call. Mm. Okay. You guys got to talk about Floyd and his post, and his post about fighting exhibition. He wants Logan Paul, who got beat up by KSI and his brother, <laughs> as well as fighting another tension kickboxer in Japan and 50 Cent in 2021. <laughs> if he can take his money, he goes fighting civilians as a boxing great is madness. Let's face it. He's either broke or he's burning through millions way too quickly because this is a boxer's equivalent to collecting government furlough. Light work to pay the bills. Wow. <laughs> Comment. 
That is a strong, <laughs> that is a very strong comment. All right, cool. So we got Love Boxing TV, Love Boxing TV. Big up them, like and subscribe, follow them, like, show them support as well. Drop a bomb for them. Anyway, goes if you don't like undefeated, you don't like life. <laughs> Utah the bollocks, great show. Love the chemistry. Fist bumps, bud, fam. Big up to yourself. For real. Um, I'm gonna do another one. I'm gonna go straight back in. Um, here you go. Lloyd Gibbs says, did you do the Lloyd Gibbs? No, there you go. No. Okay, brilliant. Lloyd Gibbs says, the AJ Fury fight, in my opinion, either goes the same as Wada versus Fury. Fury takes him to school and makes him look silly. Or AJ catches him, knocks him down and forces a TKO after seven rounds. I don't see a straight knockout. Would be interested to see what other people think. I, I love that. I love that. Here yeah, you go. Same. But he comes back again. He says, I'm personally leaning more towards Tyson winning on points. He managed to school a highly decorated amateur and professional in um, Klitschko, um, who has much better ring IQ, can, ring IQ than Joshua. I say um, ring IQ because Klitschko faced every type of opposition up to that point. Great points, man. Again, when That's, people... See, see, the thing is, I, I really don't know why people... They give credit to Fury, which is natural. You should give credit to Fury mm -hmm. for beating Vladimir. But at the same time, you got to give credit to Fury for AJ for knocking him out. Yes. Like, it, Klitschko wasn't a finished fighter. Because remember, he didn't take no damage against Fury, you know? Mm. You just got outboxed, bruv. Then man were throwing eight... He landed like eight to ten punches around, fam. It wasn't no beating. So it's an outboxing call, but he still had life. So when he fought uh, AJ, that was his redemption fight. Mm. So he had that little bit, that last bit. And he knocked him out. So mm. I'm like, people are. I don't like when people kind of just discredit that win as if to say that. No, you can't. Dis it, man. You can't discredit it. You can't discredit it. But um, no, not at all. It's a tough one. But again, I like the fact that he's framed his argument and he's broken it down as to it why was. he feels like it. Usually, yeah. you hear an argument. Oh, okay, cool. But then that That's one right. was like, this is this is the logic behind why I'm saying this. You know, and again, still, even as he says that. Anything can happen. He says maybe in seven rounds, TKO, you know? So, yeah, yeah um, it's fair. Um, I've, read, I've read my three, so you can read your last two. Yeah, got one from Soulstar. It goes, guys, I was having a great discussion with my friend. Mm. It got me thinking the lineal champion is rather void. I say this as Lennox retired, and he was the last man who beat the lineal champion. Yeah. After that, Klitschko was the lineal, but he didn't defeat the lineal champ. Mm. He was the best of his era, no doubt, but it really holds no weight. Fury beat Klitschko, then went missing due to we know what. My question is, if AJ and Fury fight, does the lineal champion hold any weight now? Oh, hell yeah. If they, if you, if they fight, not I'll hold weight, but AJ will be the new lineal, he'll be the man then. If you I beat think, the lineal I think champion... the lineal thing just needs to be left alone. I really do. No, but if you beat... You gotta remember, you gotta remember, yeah. how valuable is the lineal, the lineal belt? It's not, it's Because since, since Fury has got a WBC belt, he hasn't mentioned lineal once. Yeah, he probably did that to get back <laughs> in the mix. So it's just it's just chat to have relevance. Yeah, he did it to get back in the mix. But I think if AJ is clever, if AJ wins it, call yourself lineal, bro. Call yourself the lineal undisputed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Li li lineal undisputed champion. Do it. No one can stop Fair you. Enough. You know what I mean? And then and then it's there. Now we got to carry. Now we'll know who the lineal champion is. It almost and then like vacate all the belts, and then go and be the matchroom champ. And, and still start, call yourself start the lineal, and you're still the lineal of that. Oh my start god! The yeah, um, go on, read one more, bro. Um, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Da -da 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 -da. Um, 
Hold on. Hold on. Hold up. Wait a minute. Uh, uh, uh. All right, we've got one from Ash. Yeah, the, there on. is no way Fury can beat AJ the same way he beat Wilder. AJ is bigger, stronger. He's a, a, a better inside fighter and throws heavy, quick combinations. Fury will deploy the, Vla the Vladimir game plan for this one. AJ has to make this fight nuts. He said AJ is the best finisher in the division. If he hurts Fury, he will unleash hell on him. I like it. I like. I don't. I don't argue. So, bro, I'm gonna hit the. I'm hitting it. You don't understand how excited I am. I'm sitting pace. Same. Mark right, Breland, cool, listen, I'm sitting pace. Mark Breland said a lot of things. Um, I want to, I kind of want to start with Deontay. I really want to start okay, with cool, Deontay. Cool. So let's start with Deontay. Remember, I said, I called Deontay a fraud on here. Yeah. After, yeah. after listening to Mark Breland's comments, I feel even more confident about the position that I took very early in the pod. I was saying this, I, I, I spoke about his opponents. Back in the day, me and you had a lot of arguments on Wada's career. There was a time when, I'm not gonna say he was a Wada fan, but you was in support of what you were rating is, is you know, the background check. We, we checked it and so, there's a lot wrong. There's a lot wrong, there's a lot wrong with the record. Um, when we spoke to Lennox, he kind of alluded to, he's saying he's the most hardest hitting um, person, this, that, and the other. Who's he fighting though? Who's he knocking out? He did say he, that. He, he just dropped, that. and you know Lennox style, drops it in there, keeps it moving. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That's Lennox, you know what I mean? Like, let me just, again, you just move a piece on the chessboard and just say, okay, go on, what's next? Yeah. You know, um, now all these things have been said, hearing he doesn't hit the heavy bag, he doesn't, he, he doesn't work on footwork, no. doesn't skip. No skip. All of these things tell me one trick pony fraud. And you see with the one trick pony of a, a one trick pony, when you come against talent, skill, yeah? Everything about you will be found out on that night. And we saw it. Deontay Wilder, no chance. No matter who he gets with, yeah? I don't care where he goes, cause still to this day, he's learned nothing, yeah? Till this day, he has learned exactly. That's his line. Till this day, till this yeah. day, he has learned not to um anything. It's ridiculous. I want him to take a good look at himself and say, "Do I want to be champion, bro? And if I want to be champion, yeah, do you know what you got to do? You got to go all the way back to reception, fam. It's not even nursery, bro. You're gonna, you got to go way back before school days, bro. I want you getting yeah. bedtime stories, fam, because everything you do is finished, dead out." Bro, fraud. That's it. That's how I feel about Deontay Wilder. It's a joke. And it, Mark Breland's points, and Mark Breland, we need, we'll get to him, yeah? But what we call this Deontay Wilder guy, yeah, it's, it's an embarrassment. And that's that's where I'm at. Until he fixes things, he's never gonna, he's never gonna um, reclaim what he lost. So you know when he's talking that argument? It's just wordplay. It's just, it's just him saying, um, you know, he says, ah, oh, I want the third fight, I want the third fight, court case, court case. Bro, you don't want the third fight because how will you get better? Who's in your corner to make you get to that level? Not a, not a person. Go ahead. I hate you, bro. Look, man, I, I, I used to, you know, I spoke about Wilder and it was a thing where it was, it's one of the ones you, you have to respect someone's unique abilities. Yes. And one thing I was always certain on is that not many people heavyweights can take his power. 
even if he doesn't win the fight, if he lands or if he he could put you down. Mm. Do you know what I mean? At any moment in the fight, he, his power carries through to 12. And I don't think he's lost that either. I just think, you know, we might be getting a... It's one bad fight, you got to remember, yeah, that he's had. Like, the the first fight against Fury, you could say he would, if he had not knocked him down in that last round, you'd say it's, he should have, you know, lost the fight. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, so it, it goes down as a draw. I never contested the draw. I still don't. I don't feel differently about the draw just because he got knocked out in the second fight. Now... I don't take back everything I said about Wilder in terms of his right-hand ability. I do think he has power. I do still think he's competitive with a lot of these guys who they might be confident because of what Fury's done, but they're not Fury. But when we look at his career and everything like that, we have to be honest and say, yo, there's no names on here. There's no, like... Useless. Absolutely useless. You look at Ortiz and it's like, okay, if we inflate Ortiz to a degree where we sit and hype him up as much as we can, we can say, yo, you're a run-of-the-mill AJ opponent. I don't have him wiping out all the guys AJ's fought. Not, Not a chance. You don't have a Klitschko on your record. You don't have a Dillian White on your record. So the fact you lost to Fury, we can say to yourself, maybe we over- overestimated you. Mm-hmm. So then we can start to say, all right, maybe the fraudulent claims have some have some weight because Dominic Brazil ain't the campaign name. <laughs> Bermain Stevan, Stevan, going twelve with Bermain Stevan is crazy on the CV. So you know the fraud, the fraud claims there, there. That's a discussion to be had, and I don't dislike Wilder. Do you I know don't what dislike I mean? I him positively about Wilder. I don't dislike him at all. No, I like it's not the fact that there's someone who can do that. At any moment in a fight. I don't this this is the thing. So don't take this as disliking someone, but I think the way he came into the game, yeah, was cheeky. So remember, in when I say the way he came to the game, the way he kind of right you rid AJ's coattails, I would say. So he was like he even, was getting even on should, like even scheduling the fights to be like a scheduling week or the two fights before AJ's fights. Having a you know, he'll do a major knockout, but he was he put a lot of dirt on AJ's name that AJ can't even really... AJ hasn't even cleaned up the dirt in America. The way that people talk about AJ in America is because it's of... Weird. It's because, no, it's... Deontay Wilder plays a massive piece in that. He's saying, is anyone anyone asking the question? Remember before this fight was made, there was like, um, Deontay Wilder's offered him how much? A hundred and something. And AJ doesn't want to take it. Do you, lo- do you remember this? There were so he many up, things. Oh, exactly, yeah. you're forgetting. So he said all of this stuff, and the American crowd said, why is AJ running? Then the worst thing that could have happened is Fury entered the chat, and when Fury entered the chat, he goes, yeah, AJ shook, I'm here. So now it said, it kind of, it made AJ look even worse because now not only um, there's an American guy saying it, an English guy's gone over to America and said, yo, very true. He shook, I'm ready for this fight. Yeah. And it made AJ look crazy. And then what happens? AJ flies out and then Ruiz gives him the... It it's is so bad. true, bro. AJ's perception, even when we were out there and we were talking to, to the fans out there, bro, the responses that were dismissing AJ like AJ was no one. I couldn't believe the talk that was going on. But can you imagine from a man, so where my, where my passion and my kind of fraudulent claims come from is, wait, you were talking like this, not at one point, because he, he, you know, you can catch yourself in a lie. He said, I could have got more money for the fight with AJ, but I chose That's you, right. Fury. 
You see, when you when you show yourself to the world, yeah, you didn't want AJ at any point. You use his name because obviously face of boxing. We no matter how you try to slice it, AJ's the face of boxing. You fight AJ, you're getting paid. Yeah. So none he of said, these guys, none of these guys do AJ numbers either. None and of them. It's mad because. People will say that Fury and AJ are level pegging. Not when we look at the numbers. Not when we look at the numbers at all. So there you go. So you have that issue. And then, so you've done all this, done all this. Um, rubbish this name in your country. And you can't, you don't even hit the heavy bag, bro. You don't have the footwork. What's going on? We ain't seen one video of Wilder skipping, fam. Not you know one. You know you see men skipping and you say, oh, all right, that footwork, that looks nuts. Not but one I've seen time. a twerking video. It's me. I've even seen him on pads. And look awkward, like like you know when they do the drill where they throw the tennis ball yeah. at the wall and manage to move out of the way. Fam, yeah. I've seen him get tagged by the tennis ball. Useless, absolutely useless. So wait, and wait it's you... mad because you look at him and you think to yourself, you are literally a two year old with a shotgun. Yeah, it's one of the ones where you you, you go hey 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 hey, but at the same time you know you could get shot in the face. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is the thing. So I'm done. Like again. I'm done. You can't. I think it, it was if he I wouldn't be I wouldn't have this level of um, passion. Yeah. Had he just gone into the fight and done like a Dominic Brazil and just was kind of more humble with it. But if you're going to talk the way you talk, bomb squad, very loud. You're 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 our king. You're this, you're that. And then this is what you're showing. And then it's lies. Even so we're going to ask Mark Breeland. We, I can't wait to get into that. You told lies. That's what you've done. All this time, you've been telling lies, still telling lies up till now. We don't know if there's something in the egg weight form. We don't know. It's your story. It's, there's their story. There's, it's, there's a lot. And, there's a lot. And it's crazy because when you ask him about it and you say, okay, what evidence do you have? Man starts coming up with talk about energy. Like, this is a conversation that if we're going to escalate this to, you know, a legal matter or that kind of stuff, there needs to be evidence. Man can't go evidence. in there and say, I feel this is this is what happened. Where's Man the glove? say, get out. Where's the, get the glove. The court of law, the court of law, and this is the harsh reality of the world. It's not about what happened. It's about what you can prove. That's right. Do you know what I mean? So these, he's going to find out that this whole, I feel this or the energy of the debt. No, bro. And if what you, you got? Ha, let's, let's say this now. You've known, and remember... Why did he take so long to tell us his evidence? If he knows he'll spike that night, yeah, I'm going to get a test. I'm going to go get tested and find out if there's if there's that water shit. You see what that stuff? Was it? What was I'll in my system? Substance. What you. was in my system? Exactly. You. you see what because I'm saying? Because we look at this, yeah, the water spiking thing was the last excuse to come. Because first of all, my man suit. said I ain't got my legs. My like suit my, was poison, the, the suit, The suit is too crazy. Okay, cool. Then what else was it? Then we no, we had suit. We had he was fatigued. Then he then he said, um, "Um, the stairs." Remember, he's talking about the stairs. There yeah. was a lot of stairs. He carried. He went a long journey, and obviously Fury was carried into the ring, which gave Fury and then the glove, and then the glove gate, then and glove then the gate, water gate, then water. So then we're looking at Amanda scrambling for an explanation for as to why he lost. Yes, because he can't fathom or accept that maybe. He wasn't good enough that night. And why? And that says to me, that says to me everything I need to know. I don't even care anymore about Glovegate. And go. you know me, 
I don't let Fury off the hook, bro. I stay. But this on is what I was going to say. For them situations. And what I'm going to join you. Has cheated before. There you go. And I'm going to join you and say, listen. You see why it almost works and why it kind of it gets people carrying along with this narrative is because Fury has cheated. So it, you, know, you can you can almost relate to it, but you have to say to yourself, and this is what I was trying to say when we're doing the with EJ. I was saying that the point is I understand that Fury has cheated. Yes, that is official. That's there. However, what this guy's done in many different places is he's told so many lies. So we yes we can say this person's a cheater. Cool. Park that. This person is a habitual liar. Yeah, it the lies just keep coming, keep coming. How many times do you need to show you that I'm lying and be to realize no, he's telling lies. You know, even to the point I that I'm a liar. I'm a liar. I told <laughs> lies. You know, again, <laughs> remember he convinced the whole world that AJ was scared of him. Everyone believed it. Even had me thinking, bro, AJ, like, why are you moving back with the contract? So. It was it was a force. Um, it was false. Remember how I was explaining it? I was saying, right, you can't offer man that type of peas in this era and all the stuff that old fighters of the old days have gone through. I was giving out like that. Yes. Only to find out that AJ's offered him more peas than he accepted for Fury. To the point even Lennox was like AJ. What one? He, even Lennox and AJ had a whole beef because of this, fam. Because one man was telling lies. Fam. Yeah. So when I have my when I go on my rant, yeah, it's not because I dislike the guy. I just think your business is weird. But let's go on to Mark Breland because Breland Mark Breland has spoken. Yeah. Um. Listen, I got a fully loaded. I'm I'm ready, bro. Empty the clip, bro. Go. I sit back. Mark Breland. Yeah. I was feeling sorry for Mark Breland before. I said he, this guy is well respected in the game. He knows his stuff. He's gone a long way with um with Wilder. There's no way. I, I was like, how can Wilder do this to him? That's where I was. Only to see Mark Breland sit down and say, he don't listen to me. He's not good enough. Every fight he's had is cherry picked. What else did he say that was what he just he rubbished him. And I'm saying to myself, then he said he has no jab. And Mark Breland. Is known for a jab. So with all these years and experience you've had in boxing, how can you say that? Then not only that is not like you stayed true to the point and focused on that. You started going out. You went out of off piece, yeah, and started saying stuff to make me look at you and your points to say, wait, are you mad? So Mark Breen from nowhere. We're talking about jab work and this that, and the other, and talking about footwork now. Want to talk about AJ's fundamentals, bro? If you've been training your fighter for that long and he looks like that, I don't want to hear you talk about fundamentals. I don't want to hear you talk about anything, bro. Because where, 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 what gives you the right now? You talk about experience. Remember, he said he said he's better than Mayweather, and why? Um, people can have opinions, but mine is experience. Well, what did your experience do to that fighter over there? Why did he not get better? I'm sorry, bruv. You all, all I saw was bitter. If you stayed on, on with the focus, boom, boom, boom. I'm here to talk about this, 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 and why I'm innocent. I would have believed you. But now you look funny in the light. You said that uh, even with Watergate, because Watergate, I don't believe in. But don't say I won't hold in no water and I can go back to the fire and clearly see water in your hand, bruv. Jeez. <laughs> so now everyone's telling lies. So now, <laughs> person of ever, 
We all block together, liars in the camp. I'm done. That's it. That's it. I'm, I um, told you, I came you with a fully loaded, bro. Now you enter the clip. I'm proud. Listen, let me let me add to that. You see, when a trainer is training a fighter, mm. when the fighter doesn't listen to the trainer, you have to ask yourself as a trainer, what do you do in that situation? Mm -hmm. Do you think of new ways to reach out to the fighter and make him get on board with your philosophy of boxing? Or do you leave? Because mm -hmm. that seems like the logical step for someone who's not listening to you. Yes. Unless you are there for the money. Oh. If you're just there for the ride, so then I've got to question your, what's your involvement? What did you bring to the table? Mm. Because if you're talking about your jab, when you said in the interview, man said, oh, I can beat AJ now because he ain't out jabbed me. Why did you teach that jab to Wada? Useless. And if Wada didn't want to listen to Absolutely you, why did you Absolutely useless. Say? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just say, say, say that again and then carry on. What did you say just now? I'm saying if you, you're you talking about you could out jab AJ and do that, why don't you teach that jab to, to Wilder? I want to know. He could have benefited from that jab against Fury. Mm. So that says to me, you're you're, you're just you're just in the backseat of the cab. Mm. Happy to be in the backseat of the cab. And the moment that you stepped up to, to do something was to save him in that moment. Now, I don't know much about Mark Breland. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know. But the testimonies from people who I do respect speak very highly of Mark Breland as a man and as an as a integral character. So that makes me say salute. Everybody around the game, like I said in the old pods, everyone in this game says you're a stand-up guy. So there's no reason as to why we would question your, 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 your involvement in the camp. So when you step into save man, who's clearly in a dangerous situation, we have to say that's a move that's done out of love and integrity. Who needs right? to be saved. Who needed to that's be saved. Right. Yes. Another way of looking at the situation now is when you see someone who you've been riding with Wilder for, uh, I've seen people say around 13 years, yep. 2008, I think they got together. To speak about him in that way, after such a journey, that makes me look at you funny. Because if you come out of this interview, right, and say, I saw the guy getting beat up. He goes, I care about the guy. It's been a long, I know him well. I yeah. sat with this man. I sat with his kids. I couldn't see him take that beat, and I had to do something. We say, you know what? We saw the fight, too. It was yeah. looking nuts. Thank you. I get it. Thank but you. But when you come and say, he can't fight, he can't jab. I say, then what's your role in this equation, then? Because that says to me that maybe you didn't love him in the first place. It, it, where's it, where's this energy, then? Where's that Where's that coming from? It looks funny in the light, bro. It, it looks weird now. It, it looks funny in the light, bro. I'm telling you, that relationship, it, it just seemed like a relationship of convenience. But a relationship of convenience for 13 years is, in, is incredible. You got to ask yourself, yeah. so, so much is wrong. Even when... Wilder came out and called him a crabs in a bucket trainer first. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And again, why, and not to go back to Glovegate, yeah? But why, if if someone, just imagine, Trev, people have fell out for less. If someone takes away everything from you, he's in the room, you got a guy called Jay Diaz, and he's in the room watching an egg weight form, yeah? Be put, placed into a glove and yes. you lose everything, is that man still going to be there? He takes away right your now, title yeah. if shot. I suspect, if I suspect something dodgy has happened with the gloves and I know that you was the last person in that room with this fighter yes. and I'm feeling like he's got a metal egg in his glove, my energy can't be with the man that sat with me whilst I got my hands wrapped. 
My energy has to be with the man that was sent there with the one role to make sure that the gloves was done legit. Watch. Your job, watch. And it, just when, watch. And listen, even if you just imagine now, let's say, yeah, because you're, I'm, I'm your guy. So when I come back, and but you, there's many moments to talk because you know, oh, when you get time to talk, ring before the ring walk, when you're waiting, Bam. you know, there's a wait, there's a wait. Bam. He should stop be like, me. bruv, I saw a mad like, I saw Bam. if it's not even them, stop me in the ring, bro. We're all here in the ring. Yeah, I can chat to the ref now and say, go and look at the glove now. Don't wait. And there's there's pure opportunities to speak, even if mad you go too late. Just say to the ref, hey, check, check his, his right hand. Bro, mad opportunities. <laughs> Listen, when I say this, mad opportunities. So, so but so Jay my... Diaz stays in, he says, I'm gonna deal with him. Deal with how? What are you what are you gonna oh. do? What are you gonna the do? The thing is this. This is see, this is where it gets funny. There you go. Because if you if you suspect foul play with the gloves, and you don't suspect the man that went in there to check, and you only suspect Mark just because he he pulled he, he stopped the fight. And you're an idiot because now you're applying everything on Mark because you're upset at Mark. Not realizing that there's bare links in this chain. So if you suspect foul play and Tyson had way more power than you imagine, bearing in mind Tyson came in at 270, so you expect the punches to have a bit more oomph to And them. you don't even work your legs. You don't work legs, you don't skip, you don't hit the bag. Like I get it, you hit harder than your body can probably manage. Like, I know this is not an uncommon thing for fighters. Prince Nassim had similar issues where hand injuries were regular. I get it. But you have to be taking boxing seriously to some degree, bro. Don't tell me you're just going swimming. That's the only training camp man says I'm doing best swimming for cardio. Man don't run. I've seen interviews where he says he don't like running. He swims. So that's why I'm like, it's really unorthodox. Which and lets me know that this talent, be... the talent that Wada has, is not coachable. It's, it's, it's a good given talent. It literally is what that is. It's I hit very hard and I know when to throw a right hand. And I stay away from danger because as I much see. as you, as much as you want to call, as much as you came out and call people frauds, you, I didn't hear you call Klitschko's name once. AG. 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 No, again, um, seriously, Breland, you need to come better than that. That was not the way. Yeah, that's that not the way. Forward, that man. went your best. That went your best foot forward. I and also the comments about Mayweather and you beating up AJ. Those type of things pull your, you know, they pull your your all of your other opinions into you know com, into the conversation where you start to say, what type of person looks at Mayweather and says, ah, all he does is this and I punch his shoulder. You start to say to yourself, yeah, all right. I don't know what you're looking at then when you're you, moving, watch, when you watch boxing. That's what you yeah, say. Like, when someone, like when I, someone does that, you say, bro, hey, you big man. Hey, you're moving, you're moving man. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, <laughs> and the thing is, yeah, a lot of fighters, some fighters anyway, say, oh, if you've never boxed before, you can't talk about boxing. I know everything because I've boxed. You say, okay, cool. But actually, some people are actually just better at doing hmm? than explaining or teaching or having the knowledge because... Put it this way, there's bare fighters walking around that don't know boxing like how um like Spencer Ferron does. Yeah. Spencer Ferron was a fighter, yes. But there's bare fighters that leave the game and don't know half of that stuff. Yeah. So it's not a common thing for just because you fought to just know everything in the game. So there's bare fighters out there that make predictions on fights and they get it wrong. Ah. So when you start talking about, oh, I, I, I make this prediction because, you know, I'm speaking from experience. No, you're not. You didn't fight Floyd. 
You didn't fight no one like Floyd. Do you know so what's don't talk mad? about Floyd like he's some bum. Everyone that fought Floyd thought they could beat him. Everyone <laughs> who gets Floyd, they go right, to that finished, fight saying, I'm no, just, just going to punch his shoulder. I'm just going to hit with the left hook because he don't see that coming. No, but again, everyone that fought Floyd said, I can beat him and Floyd is undefeated. So again, they were all wrong. You know, like it's, I'm not making up these. This is fact. You know, so yeah, and, again, and, it just and, to, and, and I don't think it's worth discussing the fantasy fight between uh, Mark Brilliant and Anthony Joshua. You useless, absolutely useless. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see that man get up and, and jab, out jab AJ. You well, see this type of talk. I just speak to myself. I right, it's looking mad, big man. And I, I, I respect, I respect Mark Breeden. I do. I respect, I respect the people that respect Mark. I respect them, and I, I don't want to say like I'm disrespecting him, but I'm the type of person if I see a bunch of numbers and you show me the formula of how you worked out everything, and it don't add up, then I'm gonna say it. And that's how I feel. I, no, so I'll let me say what I feel. My final um, points on Mark Breeden. I thought that he never did himself any favors with that with that interview. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think um, he should have just had one focus point. And because had he not mentioned uh, other stuff, it would have been, been more palatable. But I think if yeah. you say say a madness, while, like, if I say something incredibly reckless, if I say, um, I don't know, um, what do you call it? If I said um, Bruno can mash up, what do you call it, Muhammad Ali, and I still have <laughs> other points, I don't, I don't care anymore. Everything yeah. you said now is you've invalidated yourself and it should, life shouldn't work like that, but it did, you know, and there's so many uh, coming across and not sounding like you saved the fighter for his own game. You said the a perfect point. I spent time with his family. I've known him since he was a kid. He didn't sound, it sounded like um, Eddie Hearn has a closer relationship with, um, with AJ, AJ and, and, and Breland's been in Wilder's life for longer. Not possible. Wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. But anyway, um, let's leave that one, bro. Cool, man. Um, um, yeah, man, we've got some sad news in the boxing world. Um, Leon Spinks passed away. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, passed away at age 67. And it's, it's mad because, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I've got the wealth of knowledge on Leon Spinks, but I, the, the, the one time where, the one time in history that's, that most people will refer to is his fight with Muhammad Ali. Yeah, but and should I give you some? Stuff? Should I give you some stuff then, just quickly, so the yeah, people me, that don't know. Let me just speak about. Okay, cool. let me just speak about that fight. Yeah, cool. because that fight, you know, people know that Muhammad Ali was at the tail end of his career, so a lot of people dismiss it as our oh, Ali was old them times. But at the same time, Leon Spinks had only had seven fights, mm. and he weighed like one hundred and ninety-seven pounds, so that's like a cruiserweight today. Mm. So it's like you look at that, like that's literally, bro. Like <laughs> I'm one ninety-five right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not ready for a heavyweight. <laughs> so it's like, I understand Ali was over the hill, but Ali was always good to go 12. And it's like, he beat him over the distance. And you got to say to yourself, you know what? That's still a really mean, incredible, incredible. feat to have on your stat sheet. So, you know, credit to Leon Spinks and his career. And, you know, he was one of those people that never got gassed by that win either. Yeah. Like in the post-fight interview, he said, listen, Ali's the greatest. I'm just the latest. There and that's just such a that's powerful such a, statement of respect. Feel me, he's like, listen, I'm not getting gassed by that. He's old. I'm here today now. Don't get gassed. He's still the legend. I'll say, you know yeah. what? Hats off to you. Rest in peace, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll say um just quickly, I just got some stuff on him. So um Leon Spinks, American professional boxer, 
competed from 1977 to 1995, bro. The that's mad. In only um in his only um his eighth professional fight, he won the undisputed heavyweight championship in 1978. Yeah, after defeating Muhammad Ali in a split decision. Yeah, and uh, again was considered one of the biggest upsets in boxing history. But again, some people you gotta say to yourself, "What have you done in this life?" The legacy's there, even though that ha that happened. So he um, has that. He, even though whatever you wanna say about it, he did yeah. that. You know, he prepared. He, he prepared <laughs> and he he did that. You know, so yeah. again, um, I'm just gonna let the round of applause play out, and we'll just let it stop. Yeah, so Bro. round of applause. I'm I ring the bell and let the round of applause play out. Rest in peace, Wheel Rest in peace, man. All right, um, moving on. Um, one of my look, one of my guys, yeah, one of my guys, Daniel Triple D, Daniel Dynamite Dubois, yeah. Um, we when we you know, did, you know, you know, you are Dubois now. No, 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 no. Oh, so t do you know what? Yeah, I've never been so conflicted doing character like obviously comedy. Anyone can get it. You see, you go to shows. Our job is just make fun of what we see. You know how I get busy, bro. You know, I've you seen it. We, I, we know what time <laughs> we it is. We give it up, man. We give it up. So usually I just go. But then every time I watch a Dubois interview, yeah, I just want, it just leaves me wondering. I watch Dubois and I'm like, hmm, is there, what? Who's planned this? Who, yeah, when, who was there? Like, who did, how many eyes saw this before they said, yep, that goes out? Because, <laughs> you know, it, I really feel like, I really feel like this is what's happening in the, you know, the PR, the, the PR chain. Yeah. Right. I think a lot of people, they know it's a, it's a bit of a personal, it's a joke. And you know, when, you know, you're the ringleader of the circus. You 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 let the you let the thing run on and you let it run on until you realize that the lion that comes out he's injured. Mm. The lion is actually hurt and he can't come out tonight. But so the then, show can't happen because because we ain't looked after the lion. And I think that's what's happening with Dubois. Is that they they they're churning him out, do the interviews. And they they're watching the interviews and they go, people are gonna they're gonna find this entertaining. For no good reason other than entertainment because when you watch them speak like i'm not watching a dubois interview that one he did when he's on the bike i'm thinking to myself yeah yeah let that run let that run that sends a message because that's got no go. bro even him working out to silence yeah is crazy like do you know what is do you know what do you know what i'm gonna call it it's not dubois fault it's 100 miss management bro again if this is my prize asset yeah how am i letting my prize asset go out looking like this i'm looking at that video saying this is not it because daniel would that don't happen on matchroom there's no examples of this on matchroom the main guy your main guy yeah this you're the next the new face of boxing this if i'm daniel dubois yeah as much as he's changed trainers I need to, I'm making a phone call to Hey. I'm saying hey, cause War Chazora, yeah, look at that. Chazora rebranded himself. Yeah? He still yeah, had his losses. Yeah. Do you know Chazora looked like a brand new person? Because he he went over there and he called him. Rebranding. Rebrand. War Chazora. 
He said, hey, stuff. talk for me. Hey, talk for me. We've never heard less from Chisora at any point in his career. This is a man who flips tables. Donkey. Slaps. Spat in Klitschko's face, cuz. Spat, bro. <laughs> like, he's done loads. And somehow, we forgot about it. And he's, sweet Carola, Del Boy. Like, bro, he's Del Boy. Del Boy. He we don't remember none of that stuff because of how David Hay has changed how we see him. Changed the narrative, bro. So that's someone that is, that's people that are understanding this thing, this boxing thing is, is the stuff in the ring. But branding is so important, bro. If you can put out a video and it is, it is a red, a red box, doesn't even fill up the thing. Yeah. Um, a tiny red box doesn't fill up the thing. And you put that out and you say, that, what's crazy is, the clothes are not even the same on the training day. So it's not like he's been working hard. Nope. He was on the bike. He said, yo, I'm going to give it up on this bike. And then <laughs> the next day, the next day, I'm in I'm the park. The I'm pull in the park and I do, wait, the worst thing about it is he does the one pull up, bro. And it's he, one pull he up drops and it. it's like. <laughs> <laughs> then he takes a mad breathing breath. He takes a mad breath. He takes like a KG breath. I'll call that one of my bars. ones, yeah? Then he does the monkey bars, but not agile, not looking like terrible boost from block, block workout, bruv. He was, <laughs> bro, he was looking like anyone, bruv. He was looking like someone that they said, raw, come do fitness. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't send, and they could, they should have done the, um, they should have done the Vanda and sped it the up. Oh, speed up the video, Speed bro. up the speed video, up the video. Music beats montage. on there that make it sound a bit dramatic. The, the truth is, he needs new new manager, new PR. But the fact is, he's made one step. He's got a new trainer. And that's a water step. That's but, a very big step. It's the most important step because it was clear that his trainers had no advice for him in that Joyce, that Joyce fight, right? And to address the trainer straight away, I say credit to him. That's a lot of Credit to him. But then now, um, again, on the... So I won't steal this as our points. But um, I think it was Ash that called in. And Ash said Vidal Riley was speaking on True Geordie's yes. show. Um, he yeah. interviewed him. He spoke about Dubois. And he said, listen, the guy's got quitting him. He said that they were fighting in the amateurs. I mean, I think they were this sparring or something like that. And Dubois yeah. was giving it to him. And according to Vidal, he's pushed Dubois down and then... Started laying into him when he gets up because swearing talking and everything, crazy. talking crazy, and Dubois went into his shell, like, yeah. and then took the licks and left. Now I haven't got nothing. I haven't seen the footage to, um, yeah. but then, but that's but that's very interesting because I don't imagine at any point Dubois was a small guy. Now obviously you can bulk up and stuff like that, but that that says to me it says a lot as far as mental strength because mental strength in boxing is is huge. Yeah, it's it's probably as important as the whole camp in your training and your preparation mm. because if you've got a part of you that doesn't bite down in those tough moments, no matter how hard you work out, it will never be enough. Yeah, you have to have a part of you that is stubborn in your commitment to victory that says, "Who the hell do you think you are yeah. winning a round against me?" Yeah, you know what I mean that, that that needs to wake you up. So yeah. if you can dominate a fighter and he just talks some smack to you and that is enough to push you back, then we've got to say to yourself, okay, maybe you don't have the resolve the dog. for the top level. You don't have the dog in you. That's it, right. You that's know who it. I think of straight away, as yeah. far as a weaker mind? Audley Harrison, first of all, and Frank Bruno.
Frank Bruno had the ingredients to be a much better heavyweight. When he fought Mike Tyson and he caught Mike Tyson with a huge counter right, Tyson's head slapped back and he was wobbled, fam. But you know who was most, most surprised in the arena? Frank Bruno. Frank Bruno then looked at Tyson as if to say, oh dear, now I've hit you, you're going to hit me back. And he backed off. And it was in, it was so hard to watch because Lynn. everybody in the arena and watching it on TV is thinking, if you just believed in yourself, you could have done this man's dance. That's how and I you would have been Linden. Evander Holyfield in here. That's how I feel about Lyndon, you know. Lyndon well, That's how I feel about Lyndon Alpha. I feel like he doesn't truly believe in his, in his power. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I've got so... You saw how emotional I was that night because I'm like, big man, you're the champion, fam. Yeah? Don't yeah. let... And obviously, he's starting to believe now. He's believed in his hype now. And obviously, you know... I don't know if he's believing. i got to wait to see, to see him in the ring because, you know, enjoying the, the victory parade is one thing. Yeah? MCs get you in the video. It's one thing. But get in the ring again, walk in there like a champion next time around. We then I'll say, okay, it. now he believes. We need to see it. But that's what I... Because Anthony Yard is going to walk into the second fight like the A-side. Yes. Because Anthony Yard's walking in that fight thinking, you won last time. Well done. But trust me, you're not getting it twice. That's yes. the energy he's going to have on the there way into go. the ring. There if Arthur's go. not matching as, oh, bro, big man, I'll beat you already. Don't come big in Big man, that. don't talk it's like not, that. That's how you... That's what I'm saying. And, that's, and this is the thing, because I... I don't see it. He's, even myself, yeah. Mm. yeah, go on. So, go on, even go on, myself, when I think about um, if I was a boxer, yeah, I feel that part, that part of my character, the dog in me, is died long time ago. Like, when I was on scuffing, that part of my character is way gone. I, I, don't, I don't know if he could, I don't know if I, if I got jabbed in the ring, if it could be reawoken. Because I, I think I'm not naturally as, I call myself a bait, I'm a beta male. So, I'm not like, um, it's like, I'll allow other people to lead. But if I don't see leadership, I'll take control. That's my natural um, character. So I'll let you lead. But if it's not led to what I would like, I'll jump in. You know what I mean? And that's just been me. Whereas some people are just, they it's, they on spite. Like, you want to see me walk around with an angry energy, but push me, I'm that fighter. Push me, but that's that's too late. In boxing, you, need, you can't be you need to be already sparked into action. So that's the part of me. That's why it wouldn't make... Go on. I think with me, I, I take... Like, I enjoy the moment where somebody who believes they are too much for me finds out that I'm too much for them. Mm. And I don't need to bark about it. I like the silent assassin vibe where you're just like, I'm watching you and it's like, you. I know how you think this is going to go. Mm. And I take pride in being able to be the one to ruin that party. Mm. That's just my personality. So... If there was a lead up and a personality clash, I'd be happy to sit back and listen and be quite, you know, spiteful with the remarks I might come out with. But I ain't barking and beating my chest. And that's not my, that's never been my makeup. Like, I'm not a loud, flamboyant, middle of the room guy. Do you know what I mean? So mm. it's like, I, I do believe that I could find it. But this is one of those things that, you know, we're, we're fans of the sport. We're fans. <laughs> no, know, but I'm just trying yeah, to say. We're not, no, but that's why I'm yeah. trying to get into the, but the mindset. Mental side, I get really competitive. I love the, the idea of competition. There you go. And I'm trying to get into the mindset of Dubois. So this is why yeah. when I look at him, I just think to myself, maybe he's a guy that needs to be, one, sparked let's, into something. Let's psychoanalyze Dubois. You know who I think he is? Who is he? I think he's the dude who's, who grew up with normal guys 
but grew up hench, had yeah. a huge heavyweight body. Yeah. And everyone around him said to him, bro, you should box, man. Yeah. And he's grown up in a household with a dad. All his kids are boxers. All the brothers mm. and sisters are all fighters. So dad is clearly channeling them down this route of, bro, fight. You all going to fight. Everyone's mm. going to be fighters. And he's in this world now with this heavyweight body, right? But the mind is not a heavyweight fighter. Mm. I don't think there's a part of him that has bite not down that crazy belief. I think everything he's told, he regurgitates. Yeah. You and hear that's it. The, if, that's you how I see it. When, yeah. we, in, when we, we've done the red corner, yeah, and we're speaking to people that haven't even started their careers yet, or they have a vision and a, and you can hear, you know, there's, there's things that it's like, you listen, listen to, to Ben passion. Waker. Ben listen Waker, to, very first listen. one we did on the red corner. Listen to it. When he speaks about how his career is going to go, there's no, there's no omen and orange. Yes. When we said, who are you looking for to, to fight on a domestic scene? He said, listen, I'm not looking at no British fighters. I'm going for the world. That's not someone who is going to be second guessing their steps. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's a very clear and concise vision. Yeah. And it's like with Dubois, you, you do get the feeling that maybe people around you are telling you, yo, you, this is, yo you're the guy. This is, you're going to be AJ. You're going to do this. But I don't really hear him come out with Vim on his own accord. And that's, that's quite alarming. Yeah, because and, it says to me that maybe you might just be cool with the you know that Chisora Joseph Parker level. Mm. It, what's bad is he lost the war of words with um with your with my man Joe Joyce. He'll lose more war, war of words. But no, I but he think... lost like even with belief though. He's like, oh, you think you're gonna beat me? Yeah, I'm gonna beat you. Yeah, you think I'm gonna put you to sleep? Oh, I'm gonna put you to sleep. like it wasn't. You talk a different way when you know there's no chance. It's like when you see me talk, Bam. when you see, I went to, I pulled up to, um, I did, I pulled up to AFTV. Yeah. I pulled up Arsenal Fan TV to talk about a match between my team versus theirs. Before the time, the, 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 the flagrance I had in my voice, like what you lot think, do you think you're on our level? That's how I was talking. But there's a difference yeah. because there's, I have something that I probably have a fact sheet or evidence to prove why I don't care what you're turning up with. I'm better. The same way Lennox can walk, can at Olympic ceremony, bro, to yeah. lead the lead the group and walk up to looking for a Riddick Bow. It's not knowing Who's what Riddick looking for him and saying, big man over here, I'm gonna bang you up, bro. Daniel Dubois, every time I've seen him talk, doesn't believe what he's saying. It's like he has to, they they're encouraging him. You hold Buncey. Remember Bunce when I was on there and they yeah, and they yeah, were trying to yeah, get yeah. more at him. So what do you think? What do you think, bruv? They're trying to make him give it up. He weren't. But hear this though. If I said to you, as you outside your front door to your house, mm. I said, your, your door key ain't going to work to your house. And you're standing there with your key in your hand. With absolutely. You every day for how long I've been living here, this key's worked. And I'm saying to you, it ain't going to work. The way you respond to me, even if you trash talk or not, the conviction is different. The con That's what I'm talking about. That's what you, you hit the, thank you. That's what I'm talking about. It's not about trash. It's about yeah. the conviction. I'm saying, so when I turned up and I was talking somewhere, I was talking with a conviction of knowing who, what, like what I support and who I am. And when he talks, the conviction is never there. That's why it doesn't cut through. When he's on the bike and saying, I will, um, what do you say? Um, devastating loss and da, da, da. I can't remember what he's saying. It was terrible. Either way, it didn't hit. It didn't land. I didn't feel it. It's, it. And the thing is about authentic energy, yeah? It hits for no reason that anyone can explain. Yes. It's not scientific. It's spiritual. Yes. When I say to you, I am coming to see you. 
That is one of the things where you say, I'm going to have to take this seriously. You know what I mean? If so, even if it's online, you send me a video like that, I might have to take this man seriously. Yeah. Because that, that's different. Whereas if I'm in. like, if you keep on talking, I'm going to come and see you, and trust me, you're not going to like it. Bro, I'm straight away, I'm closing my phone. I'm going straight to sleep. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm going straight to Sleeping sleep. Sleeping so nicely, bro. I have the best sleep, bro. Come like I've got like the memory foam blanket, fam. And memory <laughs> foam, I, like everything is sponsored by memory foam, fam. Your that's thing is saying. not scaring me fam g like again it's mismanagement if i've got one word to dubois change everything when you get when you get back to queensbury say listen i don't know who the editors are i don't know listen we we got wally call wally fam call wally, call fam. wally he will change your whole thing fam because if our videos are look and we bro our videos are looking better than his our videos looking crazy. <laughs> Even up down to the basic thumbnails. I bet then, bro. It's it's wrong. Queen, someone take control. Someone take the will. That's all I want. Someone take the will. Because if this is your prized possession and this is how you're treating it, ah, oh, throw this whole thing in the bin. Garbage, fam. Hey, trust me. Let's trust go. Me. Um, I'm and while I'm on it though, um. He's changed trainers very quickly. He's changed you, trainers. Very, very good point to mention. Don't you think it's weird that how um, Yard had his great... Um, we're in... Are we in Feb? We're when, in February, when's your yeah. deadline? Wait, when's your deadline for when you're going to say? I think we said that on the pod. You I said, said when, when, when this whatever is announced. No, you said, said that I'm we said that we... Didn't we have a cutoff date of... Because we, we could wait till the end of the year, bro. Oh, let's go and let's go back and I'll have to go back and listen to the pod. I think it, but, I'm gonna say that it was sometime in February, end of Feb. But my thing is, it's not necessarily waiting for when I want to wait for what the announcement is, not necessarily when, because I have to see what it is before so I speak. You, you're still waiting for an announcement. It has to be. It has to be. Ash made a. Ash phoned in on the Monday Night Smoke Show and said they could be training. They could. The plan could be to train quietly, announce the new trainer as the new fight is announced. And that sounded like a very tangible, like a plausible like thing that could happen. Bro, my man is enjoying. I'm seeing mad desserts. Oh, right now, right now. Story, he's, bro. he's on holiday. Yeah, he's enjoying. Yeah, he's so enjoying. there's no training happening. Um, he has to come home and get in the gym at some point, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I I honestly feel it's still geared up. How Tunday talks, he don't sound like he don't have his prized possession. <laughs> yeah, he don't sound like he lost. He don't anything, sound yeah. like he lost anything. He sounds like life is good. Even a good little, a good little tip for you to understand is, had he been thrusted out, yeah. Look, let's do, let's do. Are you ready for speculation? I'm here. Our uh, Mark Breland is sitting on a um on a show, yeah, and their relationships is very similar. I've been with you from the beginning of time. One person has been snaked. Somebody, if he would have been snaked, he should know by now he's been snaked. They should sound, they should talk a familiar language because we know that smell. Yeah? I've been snaked. One man has been snaked. One man is not, is, is in a very different position because he would have said, yeah, me too. What? You built someone up, did it? I didn't hear that, Vim. I heard someone <laughs> very confident very in their position. So, bro, Nothing is happening. <laughs> Good deep dive. That's, I've got nothing to say. <laughs> That's why you do what you do, bro. <laughs> That's why I do what I do. That's-
That's what I do, I do, bro. I'm telling you, you, you would do, the way I'd be talking because it will give me, it will make me. It would, I it would, would spark up a, an emotion. It would spark up an emotion where we're akin. Iron sharpens iron, bro. We both been snaked. Yeah. <laughs> That's real. That's real. This is it. So hey, gone. Let's run through the let's run through the last points um just before we wrap up. Uh Tiafimo Lopez says Mayweather is ruining ruining his leg his uh legacy by doing all these exhibitions. And he also goes on to say that YouTubers are ruining boxing. Um I do I'm I'm starting to see the the whole thing about Mayweather ruining his legacy by doing all this stuff. I I am like now, yeah. like he called out Jake Paul and 50 Cent the other day, and it's like it's you're a whole fighter. I feel like calling out trolling. rappers and YouTubers. Yeah, I feel like he's trolling at this point. But if he does fight them, legacy's in trouble. Tia female saying that um, YouTubers are ruining boxing. Um, I think um, the boxing the boxing boards are ruining boxing actually. So before yeah, you want to, I disagree. Yeah, I totally disagree. And I think we need to. We need. You don't want boxing to just exist in one era. Everything's changing. TikTok comedy's changed. If we, if me and Travis sit here and say, oh, um, people that do TikTok and they're not comedians or this, that, and the other, we're fighting the, we're fighting against a tsunami. Yeah. This shift that is happening. It's a shift. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. What you have to do is adapt. Who can adapt? And boxing has to adapt. Hence why we're here. You know what I mean? We're the adapt, we're the adaptation in boxing, you know? Because you wouldn't let, people like us wouldn't be able to speak on boxing and be able to sit down with actual fighters in the t- in the era before. Never. There is an adaptation that's taking place. Even the voices that you're used to hearing people discuss boxing, they're going to change. Yes. That's going to be what people are, you know, will probably resist against the most. But the names and the people that call the fights and all that kind of stuff, it's all going to look very different. Yes. You're getting new people that are getting into the boxing game. The zone. They're a very young, geared platform. You look yes. at how they're, they're announcers. Everything's different. There's going to be a shift and it has to happen yeah, because happen. this sport needs to be taken care of. And the way you take care of it in this era is bringing it into the new era. Now, I'm not saying that we need to have Jake Paul on the undercard of AJ. No, I'm not. But what we do need to have is the big fights need to get made when they should be made. That yes. will be what keeps the respect of this sport. You know what, bruv? I want to end there. It's the let's perfect out. Let's, let's wrap it up. It's let's the perfect out. Um, people, this is undefeated. This is undefeated yeah, podcast. Yeah. I'm your boy KG. Yeah, I'm Travis J. Guys, look out Friday, Red Corner. Mm-hmm. Great interview dropping on Friday. Saturday, we'll be going live. Watch along for the Warrington fight. Uh, I'm really excited about that. That's yeah, gonna be, uh, that's gonna be live, gonna be... man. Calling rounds, having fun, just chatting and just mixing it up. Literally, we'll be in this in this format that we're in right now. And literally yeah. just there. So if you're watching the fight, come watch it up with us, man. Watch along. We'll probably do. We'll probably do the fight before. So the the I'm not. We're not doing the whole undercard, bro. I'm not. I'm not on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah, do yeah. the um the fight before the main event. Yeah, man. That'll yeah. be this Saturday. Um, uh, Josh Warrington's fighting Maurizio Lara. Yeah, that's gonna be a good fight. So we'll be there for the fight before on the undercard. And uh, Sunday, we've got another episode of Ringside. I hope you guys are enjoying that. We had uh, Charles Venn on the first episode of Ringside last Sunday. This Sunday, uh, I'm not going to say who. Don't say who. But (laughs) you guys are going to enjoy that one, trust me. So, yeah, man, we're keeping the content coming. Let's go. Take care, people. Peace.